Hey, one more thing before you go. This is Over the Teacup Sunday, normally with Michael and Diane, but Michael is under the weather today. He doesn't have much of a voice, so today is going to be co-host takeover. (laughs) So sit back, get your favorite cup of whatever you're drinking, and we're just going to go through some random thoughts in my head. So, hope everyone is having a great Sunday so far. I know this is getting on a little late today, but we weren't sure how we were going to do this, so we'll see how this goes. So, some random thoughts in my head. Um, Let's see. I think everyone probably feels the same way I do about traffic and traffic lights. And I just want to know who's in charge of those traffic lights because... I just feel like you might need some remedial training or, I don't know, maybe find another job because, oh my gosh. Okay, so let me give you an example. I left work early on Friday. I normally, if I don't have to run any errands or anything, it might take me 45 minutes, maybe an hour to get home. I did have a few stops to make. Some were added as I was in the car. Thank you, Michael. But it was probably four or five different stops. And none of them were for a lot of things. It was just going to be a quick run in, run out type of situation. Okay, so there's the setup. I did not get home until about 4.45. And it was really, seriously, just due to the traffic. Now, I realize it's Christmas shopping season, so I'm going to just say that's probably a lot of it. But it seemed like just about every intersection I come up to, as I'm coming up to it, it's the light's green. It's green. I'm like, all right, I'm smooth sailing. Let's go. No. Soon as I get within like 10 feet, oh, it goes yellow. And I'm telling you, um, from what I understand and I've seen, um, Phoenix area, Phoenix metro area is like number one in the country for red light runners. So I'm sorry, I do stop on a yellow. And if you're following too close behind me, you're going to find out real quick. I stop on a yellow, whatever. Every single intersection, I I can tell you it was so bad, I really thought I was never going to get home just because of the traffic. I thought I was going to be in this, this horrible traffic red light vortex the rest of my life. By the time I got home, man, did I need a drink. But you know what? I don't drink anymore. We'll probably talk about that in a future episode. So, um, but that leads into... Um, addictions. Okay. So like I said, we'll talk about it another, another time, get more serious, but I don't feel like being serious today because the weather here is actually serious. We are having a lot of rain for Arizona. It's, it's lovely and it smells great, but it's just weird. So it's kind of got me in this weird, funky place, but addiction. So yes, I quit drinking, uh, two years, seven months and two days ago, actually. I, I always have had an addictive personality to whatever. I just kind of get focused on one thing and I can't give it up. And right now, unfortunately, it's Starbucks. And it's Starbucks pink drink. It's the only thing I – well, it's not the only thing I get. It's the thing I'm obsessed with. I don't drink coffee. I never have. I love the smell of it. Can't stand the taste of it. 
So normally I just drink iced tea and I still do. I make my own iced tea and I drink that incessantly. I drink water a lot, but I'm telling you, the pink drink just makes me so happy. I don't understand it. I don't know how it works, but I get so giddy and so happy when I have a pink drink. The problem is these drinks, oh, I don't know, maybe have 4,000 grams of sugar. I don't know, maybe uh, 54,000 calories. So it's, yeah, it's not healthy. It's really not. And I'm, I'm trying, just like everyone else is trying to be healthy and trying to be good. Uh, um, I was doing really well. And then I had my first pink drink at Disneyland in April of this year. And of course, I mean, you have anything at Disneyland, it's going to be magical. Nothing has ever compared to that pink drink at Disneyland. I can tell you that. There's special magic there. But it put me into a cycle of kind of bad eating habits again, not exercising. So anyway, I got to get back into it. Holidays are hard to do that on. Um, yeah, I'm going to make a confession here. So we didn't really have Thanksgiving because we did it early with the family in October, um, which was nice because it was no pressure, didn't have like a whole bunch of stuff to do. Um but I still wanted to have, you know, Thanksgiving adjacent meal. So still had some sides, you know, stuffing, mashed potatoes, whatever. I don't really eat turkey anyway, so didn't have to bother with that. But I wanted pumpkin pie. Well, um, Michael has some food allergies, as he's probably told you in the past. Um, he can't have pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Well, I wasn't going to have Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie, even though I had already shared pumpkin pie with my family in October. I found this to be... I don't know, the time I could have pumpkin pie on my own. So yeah, I had an entire pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin cream pie. Let me just say that. And since we're already dropping brand names, I did order an entire pumpkin cream pie from Village Inn because they're the best. Now, I didn't eat it all at once, obviously. It took me like four or five days. And by the four, fourth or fifth day, it was mm, not that great. So I didn't actually finish the whole pie. I, I left the last piece. So... Anyway, that's my confession and my addictions, and hopefully some of you can relate, and I'm not the only one <laughs> in this world that is struggling um, with that. So let's see. We went through traffic. We went through Starbucks and food, and let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I just feel like there's not enough hours in the day. And I'm sure some of you feel that way too. Um, there have been some theories that I've been told uh, lately. Uh, one of them by um, one of Michael's guests, actually, Seth. Um, oh, can't think of his last name. It'll be in the show notes. Um, he uh, he's and he talks to angels, and he um, is a, is a uh, psychic medium, and he. It's so awesome. I mean, he's just, I love what he says about everything. And he he had a theory about this time just slipping away from us. I I can tell you that I feel most days, I feel that between the time I wake up and the time I go to sleep, it's like been five or six hours. Time is flying. And I I don't really know if I can do it justice of of Seth's explanation of it, but it it has to do with um, the way 
um, the, the way things are right now, um, there's actually the negativity is causing the time to speed up. So that the negativity in the world is causing everything to speed up because it's supposed to show us how we need to manage our time better and do better things with it. Um, it's still hard for me to grasp, but it was an interesting concept. Um, I know that as you get older, it, time seems to go faster anyway, so I'm sure that's part of it because I do have an upcoming birthday um, and the number is like a punch in the gut. Um, but, you know, uh, 30, 30 was easy. I, 30 was not easy. I'm sorry. 30 was uh, traumatic for me. Um, then I didn't really mind 40. I didn't really care. 50 didn't even really bother me. Um, in a few weeks, I will be 54. And I don't know why that number just sounds so old to me. I don't, I don't get it. And um, of course, you know, my hair is starting to thin out and it's just making me crazy. And I, you know, it's probably everything combined is just making me feel like uh, I don't have much time left. I don't have anything. To, I feel like I haven't found my talents. I feel like I haven't, I feel like I'm so behind in life. And especially as fast as everything is moving with social media and people finding their their niche on that and doing their own thing and being creative. And I know that I have this creativity inside me that I, I want to let out and I can't figure it out. I can't figure out what it's supposed to be. I can't find it. And it's really driving me crazy and I'm struggling. So if any of you feel the same way and you want to come on the show and talk about it, you are more than welcome to email at um, email Michael Michael at one more thing before you go dot com, and we'll try to discuss it and maybe bring you on the show. It'd be fun. So, um, yeah, just random thoughts in my head. I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Charlie's here with me. Charlie says hi. Charlie says hi to everybody. Um, I don't know what else. Hmm. I guess that's all that's in my head. That's not shocking. I don't usually have much in my head. <laughs> so anyway, just some random thoughts. Um, I, depending on how this goes, I might do this more often. I might even start my own podcast under our um, umbrella of One More Thing Before You Go. I don't know. Maybe that's where my, maybe that's where my creativity is. Maybe that's where my, my niche is. I don't know. Maybe 54 isn't too late to find it. That, that's a good thought. I'm going to leave on that thought, that it, I'm not too late. It's okay, right? A lot of people have found their stuff well into their 70s and 80s. So it's all good. I might find it. All right. So thanks for joining me. And uh, if you have any other random thoughts you want to talk about, again, Michael at one more thing before you go.com. And we will see you next time. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform.